Welcome in everybody. Win Daily Sports Early Lock MLB show. It's Tony. It's Adam. And we got a huge 14 game slate tonight. Tons and tons of pitching. Adam, you look right from the top. We're going to get right into this because we got two guys right up the top at a point eight seven point eight nine respectively whip under one is always elite are either one of these guys where we're going and we also have another guy who's been absolutely electric in the nine thousand range over the last couple games so i'm curious adam ace of the slate who we got tonight uh you're gonna be a happy guy because for me it's aaron nola um six in the league in total strikeouts at 99 second in the league behind only sandy alcantara as far as innings thrown and you know those are like the two biggest things you look for in a pitcher are they striking hitters out, and are they going deep into the games? Nola checks both those boxes, like you mentioned, whip under .9. The Padres might get Manny Machado back tonight. He was doing some exercises on the field last night. And, you know, great. If if they do, sure, they're a more dangerous offense. But let's face it, even with him this year against righties, they're 20th in Woba, 25th in ISO, and then 19th in OPS. That, that's not anything that scares me on paper. Like, if you just took the names away from, you know, these hitters, that's nothing to be freaked out about. San Diego's also 25th against the curve, and you know better than most, that that is Nola's star pitch as far as strikeouts go. This is a really good spot in San Diego for Nola. If you're spending up, I think he's the clear choice, and I think the field's probably going to reflect that, but I can't argue against it. Yeah, listen, he's he's put it all together finally. I mean, we we talked about the inconsistencies of Aaron Nola. The only thing I wish he had a little more run support throughout the year. Uh, we'll we'll see what happens with that. But listen, he has all four pitches going, and when he has that curveball going, uh, he's very very hard to hit. Now, one guy we want to ask you about before we move on is Nick Pavetta, and always want to ask you about that because he's been absolutely unhittable uh, last couple of games and. He's a former Philly guy who was all over the place. I've never put a lot of stock in the Nick, but is he a guy you may look at for a few lineups or are you kind of kind of staying away? He'd probably only be like a 20 max guy for me um, just because the Guardians just refuse to strike out. They have one of the best K rates against righty pitching. Great point. And listen, you know, sometimes like I don't care about K rates for pitchers that are, you know, 7K, 7, 7,500. They can get the job done with or without it. When you're talking 9,800, you better be striking people out because you got to pay off basically what's a five-digit salary. So, yeah, he's in play. He's not going to be one of my main guys, and he would really only be, you know, that that multi-entry exposure for me. It's a great point about money. And speaking of money, we always look at guys that are value guys, punk guys, 1Bs to your 1As, guys that maybe not everybody's going to play, a sneaky guy. Is, is there that value pitcher here out of these 14 games that we can look at? Well, that's where things get tricky because <laughs> we have a lot of names at 7,500 or under. Yeah. I, I'm not sure how many are actually appealing. I If I had to guess right now, you know, the field sometimes confuses me on, on who they go after. <laughs> I, I would bet Merrill Kelly's going to be the, the most popular SP2 under 8K. He gets the Detroit matchup. You know, Javier Baez is on a heater, but past that, you know, him and Riley Green are probably the most dangerous bats in that lineup. Kelly's not flashy, but he's a veteran that can get the job done. As far as sneaky, though, I'm going to throw out a name. I'm not going to be happy about it. I'm already, <laughs> like, I'm already prepared for him to bite me in the ass tonight. Mitch Keller across his last seven games. 355 ERA, 33 innings pitched, 26 strikeouts, only 16 walks, still not great, 
1.36 whip. Again, not great, but he's under $7,000. Like, he's against Tampa Bay. He's better against the left side of the plate, which is a big deal with Tampa's lineup. He's likely going to see something that's that's fairly lefty heavy. You know, the seasonal numbers, 318 Woba, nothing special against that side of the plate, but the home runs come down to 0.61 home run per nine. Whips down a little bit. The Rays are missing up to five starters again. He He's not putting it together the way everyone hoped, but he's making strides. He's making some improvements here that you could at least maybe extract some value. No, and I know it's not Pittsburgh biased by you, 100%. It, it is legit. You make a great point because when you get a guy, uh, we always look about those values, and, and you're getting a guy under 7K that, that has 15 to 18 point DK potential going up against Tampa Bay, who even with their starters, we already talked about this, wasn't the best offensive team anyway. So right. uh, I, I think it's a really, really good spot. Now, what about those bats? Or, you know, obviously we talk about gas cans, guys that we're going to attack, so we'll get that with your stack. But who who's the team that we're going to line up on tonight? You know, generally we, we really haven't used the White Sox when they face a righty pitcher, but tonight is an exception because they get Kyle Bradish. Yep. Listen, I don't understand how you don't want to attack this guy right now. I'm not saying he won't be successful at the major league level ever. <laughs> he has not shown any ability to be successful right now. And that's what's important is to start tomorrow. Against the right side of the plate, a 491 Woba. I mean, we're, we're talking almost 500. Like, you, you just don't see that number for a guy that has this many starts as he does under his belt. A 3.24 home run per nine, 7.53 FIP. Yeah, if you go dumping down that lineup, the Chicago White Sox, like just their stats against righties, it's not great. They're they're not very good. They're not what you would expect out of this lineup. But guys like Andrew Vaughn, Tim Anderson, Jose Abreu is 4K. He's been heating up. Luis Robert, like there's a nice mix of, yeah, Anderson and Robert are expensive, but Abreu and Vaughn are very affordable. So even if you're paying up at pitching, you can still afford, you know, pretty much that four-man stack without much of an issue. Yeah, I, I I love playing Chicago. I do. And the only reason why I like playing them is because they have a lot of guys under that $5,000 threshold that can be profitable. One guy I love is A.J. Pollock. I've always, when he was, whether he was a Diamondback, whether he was in a Dodger lane, and, and right now in Chicago, he just puts it all together. And if you look at his DK numbers, only one game in at a zero spot in the last five and always above that FFVP cash line. So I really like AJ Pollock and I like that. Any sneaky stacks, Adam, anybody that we may not be looking at that could give us some value if we stack them up. So I think the sneaky one, and again, I, you know, I could be wrong. We, we don't have ownership yet, but I kind of like the lefties for St. Louis. And this is a lineup that we normally target the righties, you know, Paul Goldschmidt, no one, yep. I'm not saying you can't play them if you'd like, but when we look at Kyle Hendricks, again, Wobo over 400 against the left side of the plate. XFIP is, is 5.42. The home run allowed is 2.52 home run per nine. Uh, Donovan, Nolan Gorman, Tommy Edmond, uh, Carlson, all these guys are going to be hitting from the left side of the plate. And again, they're pretty affordable. I, I mean, Gorman's coming off just a monster game, showing what he's capable of, showing that you know what, what people would hope for when he came up. He's still under 4K. I get it. He's not the most consistent guy, but when somebody has that kind of an upside and they're under 4K, it's got to be interesting. A lot of value on St. Louis. And again, even from a normal baseball perspective, St. Louis just always gets it done. Always. 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 No they're, they're one of those, 
They're always there. Black magic teams that just always make it work. It doesn't matter. They pull somebody out of the stands and hit him ninth. He'd probably hit like two twenty. Yep. It, it, that'd be pretty not. good for a fan out of the stands. Let's say <laughs> exactly. It's crazy. It is. And put it, on the it, cardinal it, uniform. You're good. You're ready to roll. <laughs> it goes. It, it goes all the way back to the Chris Carpenter days, and I, like no matter who they bring in, just produce who they bring out. Produce Dylan Carlson to me under three grand's an absolute highway robbery right now yeah. I, I, I for this game at uh, 2900 if he's not in your lineup as a value play i think you're sadly missing one of the best values on the slate in my opinion uh adam any other values whether it be a pitcher a hitter a stack anything for this 14 game slate before we start to wrap it up so i, I mean i do love gorman like i mentioned um until o'neill cruz hits 4500 I'm going to pretty much play him every day, but he doesn't really fit into the FVVP category. I get that. 3600 for his potential at the shortstop spot. When you're looking for power and speed, you're usually paying at least 4500 especially in that slot. But my main guy, and you know, I'll have some split exposure, obviously, but at first base, if you for some reason you fill up your lineup, you, you just can't get to Andrew Vaughn. You can't get to Jose Abreu. Michael Chavis gets a lefty in Jeffrey Springs. Springs has had a pretty good season, I grant you. Chavis does strike out almost 30% of the time, but he's under 3K against lefty pitching this year. 384 Woba, 229 ISO, and a 208 ISO against the changeup, and that's the main off-speed pitch for Springs. So I really don't mind him. And then he's got a 386 expected Woba against the fastball. Like Those are the two main pitches for Springs. Under 3K, you can get a cheap home run off him. I like to see. That's why we do this show. These are the kind of analytics that you do not get anywhere else. 29 points for DK in his last three games, and he's under three grand. Uh, tremendous, 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 tremendous. Uh, but as always, everybody, make sure that you're checking out Window Sports on all social formats. You're subscribing to the YouTube channel. You're smashing the like button. We got a lot of promos coming up next week. Make sure you're checking us out, getting ready for that big-time football season. So, But right now, we got you locked in on MLB. So as always, for Adam, for Tony, everybody, make sure you're checking the 5-5 five and five on the weekend. Five plays in five minutes. Everybody, Get your wins, be profitable, and we'll catch you next time. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.